from 1924 when he threw rocks around Ape Canyon. Down into the modern age, he's been a boon companion. Though many folks have seen him know, now none of them have held him. Or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. You're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint. Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to The Hidden Zoo, the show where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. Uh, my name is Don, and with me as always is Ryan. Party on, Don. Party on, Ryan. Uh, Blake is out again this week. He's reenacting World War II in central Washington or some such shit. Once again, we are sans Balake. Yeah, he will. He may join us late or for another show, but uh, there's no guarantees there. But we do have a couple of guests. Um, say hello, everybody, to Tom. Hi. And John. What's up, everybody? So my little basement studio is set up for a single mic. For me, and these get... Woo! Woo! Yay! Yay! Oh, you know what else we need? You know what those intros needed? Oh, there you go. Yeah. It is so lit. It's on now. Yeah. So, um... Did you guys miss me last week or the week before, too? Yeah, it went fine. We finally... We admitted it. uh, We admitted it in the last show that that we actually record multiple episodes in a row. We, We told everybody the secret. Oh, that if you believe something and send it out into the universe, it will become true? Yeah, that too. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, that's like when I found out that professional wrestling was fake. Oh. That, that's the other Just right there. Yeah. Hulk Hogan did games. not really drop his full thigh on Andre the Giant, and Andre the Giant let him body slam him. No. I, I was so disappointed. Okay, so uh, there may be the, the audio on my end may not be as as uh, crisp as usual. There may be some backgroundy, echoey stuff, and at some point we're going to have to shuffle around. Um, our guests, Tom and John, who uh, have both at one point or another been on the crypto panels that we did at Gen Con, that kind of were the genesis of this podcast. <laughs> um, so does that make us? Does that make me the the Peter Gabriel of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, more insufferable, and they can't. <laughs> and now I have a sledgehammer. <laughs> Phil Collins replaced. That's how it is in your eyes. So, so uh, these these guys are actually going to introduce some cryptids for us too for the next couple of shows. And uh, this week, John is going to go. And so here for a second, or in a second, I'm going to switch seats with him so he can sit closer to the mic while we're riffing. Uh, but before that, I would like to thank our sponsor this week. It's your boy Tarantula Dick. Thank you. Oh. For, Thank you, Tarantula Dick. Uh, thanks, Tarantula Dick. Your boy, your boy. Tarantula your boy. Dick. Now, now, Tarantula Dick is that is that like a euphemism for whiskey dick, or is that like an actual dick of a tarantula? No, it's your boy, Tarantula Dick. Right. There's eight of them. Yeah, everybody should oh, just okay. Google it and yeah. read just, the amazing articles that come up. Yeah. I was just curious if we're talking about an actual tarantula or just like somebody's flaccid penis. Well, I imagine, like, a tarantula has to have a dick, right? Well, I don't know. It might be like some yeah. kind of cloaca situation. Yeah, spider cloaca. Uh, well, by the way, you know, if you haven't listened to Cloaca Situation's new album, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, and the cloaca monologues I hear is, is <laughs> killing it off Broadway. <laughs> So, um, now we're going to do some shuffling. Right. Give us a second. Bear with us, eight people who listen to this. 
as uh, John switches places with me so he can be closer to the mic, and, and then Tom and I continue to echo in the background. That's great. I'll take this moment to uh, tell a joke. So here we go. Uh, we're going to make this uh, kind of uh, a meta joke. So an Irishman, a priest, and a rabbi walk into a bar. The bartender says, is this some kind of joke? <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Okay. All right. This is what happens when I have to run the show. I feel like Garth right now, when Garth has to go it alone, and he's like, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time without uh, oh, time. Oh, right is in the dock, so all the way next to the trash can. Where? Where? Yeah, right. Uh, I have to access my script yeah, because there, I... Um, right there. I did the full like Miss America thing and wrote everything out. Yeah. and like I uh, love it. Yeah. It, so for my talent competition, I'm going to... Talk to you about, Actually, huh? Well, I'm, I'm just excited that we have actual research here on the Hidden Zoo this week. Uh, yeah, so I yeah, wanna... don't get used to it for no. next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys want to hear about a cryptid? Yeah. Okay. So to. here we're gonna we're gonna set the scene. It's it's nine thirty at night on April twenty third, nineteen seventy three, in the town My of Enf- in the town of Enfield, deep deep in Illinois. Population is about seven hundred as of nineteen seventy three. Yeah. Um, Sounds a little high. Why, they don't they don't go towards like places where anyone else would want to be. No, no. Because if you were a place where a lot of people could see you, then you wouldn't be a mystery. Anymore. That's true. That's true. You would be a, a not a cryptid, but a tid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd just be a tid. Yeah. <laughs> so, would, there'd be no crypt about you, right? You'd be you'd be a blood. Actually, <laughs> I was going to say the cryptids and the blood. There I got. <laughs> so as the local paper reporter, and I'm just going to read this straight out of the local newspaper, Dateline Enfield. Henry McDaniel says that he has shot and wounded a monster on his doorstep and is worried that it may come back to get even. Well, wouldn't you? Quote, it had, it had three legs on it, McDaniel said. A short body, two little arms, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. Oh. It stood uh. four and a half feet to five feet tall and was grayish colored. So if you look at the picture as it was described, it's basically one of the dumbest and least functional creatures <laughs> I have ever seen. If if this thing is if zoologically verified animals are like the IKEA showroom furniture, this is the piece of shit that I tried to build at home. It, 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 it looks like a Klein bottle in monster form. It's like it's like you turned the rancor inside out. It really is. It is. Yeah. It's the rancor trying to shit out another rancor. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's what I thought it was. It's like the Rancor, if it was like I had a Rancor toy when I was a kid, and I took all the arms and legs off and put them in different places. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) as if Ray Harryhausen did the effects work for Men in Black, but then dropped one. (laughs) It it looks like like a rejected, uh, like a a glitch character from Dejaric Hollow Chess in Star Wars. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a six year old put it together and was like I'm gonna give him four wieners <laughs> and they're gonna have claws they're gonna be claws and his wieners. wieners will have claws and his so, wieners will have claws and it'll eat people with its wieners. The thing that's most <laughs> impressive to me, and I think this this ties into what you're saying about the uh, the kid drawing aspect of it. This looks like some kind of relatively professional <laughs> art. 
There's <laughs> there's consummate V. Right. There's <laughs> hatch marks. There's various kinds of bumps yeah, along this creature. Vaguely uh-huh. three dimensional. Yeah, no, it's, it's really not three dimensional. That's the though. thing. Is like <laughs> it can't be. There's no. shading. It's like seven But there's not three dimensional. <laughs> it's like when a, a kid draws a horse and all four legs are in a line. Yeah, like it's a it's like an M C Escher creature. Right. So I'm really convinced that this is from the the realm of Cthulhu, and this is like <laughs> based on the non Euclidean geometry. That is, I'm imagining just Salvador Dali came up with a, a monster oh, and decided yeah. to add uh-huh. dicks to yeah, it. This is the guy that's... that melts the clocks. That's who this yes. is. Yeah. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, I would just Google the Enfield monster and look at this one of God's most beautiful creatures. Here. <laughs> um, and so McDaniel comes home at about nine thirty at night from what he said was a meeting, and he sees this you know what kind of meeting. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah right. well, he, he was he was they probably like steps, I bet. he was probably hanging out with a couple of frogs who were meeting under the bridge <laughs> or maybe on top of the bridge. And so he, he sees, was at a pornography store. <laughs> he was buying pornography. <laughs> so he sees this creature, and he grabs, of course, his his twenty two, and he tries to shoot it. <laughs> And he is absolutely convinced that he hits it, and he claims this like a point sure of like a point of pride. Because in Southern Illinois, it's okay if you shit yourself when you see some creature on your front porch, but goddamn it, you don't you do not miss your shots. You make <laughs> your shots. And so he says he shot the thing, and instead of going down, it hissed like a wildcat and jumped off into the bushes. And I'm not totally sure how it jumped because it looks like it has one big ass pogo leg and then two completely d- dysfunctional. Uh, vestigial legs hanging out of its asshole. (laughs) But it it jumped away, and he said it jumped 50 feet in approximately three jumps. Which, you know, that sounds very impressive, I know, but then you look up that, to put that into perspective, the top 12 finishers in the 1972 Olympic triple jump all jumped 60 feet. Okay. (laughs) Well, this dude only has one leg, though, so... So I should have looked up the Paralympics. Yes. He's got claw penises, and he's jumping 50... (laughs) 50 feet in the broad jump. Florence Griffith Joyner has nothing on claw dick here. Right, well, and those, and those were and those were actual verified feet, though, instead of just um, Henry McDaniel's redneck eyeball in it feet. So, <laughs> so who that's knows? That's true. Um, so, now, there are a lot of more sensational versions of this story that are also out there, and those accounts would say that McDaniel returned home from his meeting and his children were home, and they were already terrified because some sort of creature had been trying to claw its way in by removing a window-mounted air conditioner <laughs> and trying to climb into their like That's their two-room the house. Southern Illinois story. <laughs> uh huh. And <laughs> so because you know be, because you know if I'm a little creature with T-Rex arms, the way most effective way I could find to get into a house is to try to remove a yeah. 70-pound mounted well, air conditioner I mean, just from could, a window. He could, he could knock so effectively because he has three. <laughs> Hands to knock with, and That's possibly true. a leg. I'm not now, entirely which, sure which how arms he does he use. Up. Right. So, well, then, according uh, to he just which swings like a pendulum. Well, yeah. he was not. Mr. McDaniel, shockingly, was not really clear on his details on this. So no. he, he didn't say which arms the monster was trying to use. But what he did say later was that when he got home, the kids were already terrified, and then he hears a scratching on his front door. And then he throws open the door, and then the jump cut happens when he sees this thing standing in front of his doorway. That's when he goes to get his gun and shoots at it. You know what it looks like? It looks like a false color, shitty illustration from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah. Uh, and I, what I love about its about its dangly arms is that they look like 
like uh, 30s rubber hose style animation. <laughs> like uh-huh. it doesn't have uh, bones or joints. It just kind of it's like an elephant's trunk. They just flop around. My my favorite thing is that is that it's trying so hard to recreate all the details of this creature, but then they were like, nah, the pink eyes, the pink eyes right. are silly. We're gonna leave these silly pink eyes out. <laughs> the size of flashlights. Yeah. Like, those are pretty significant features that are completely yeah. absent on the composite now, here. what year did you say this was? This is 1973. Okay, so flashlights were pretty big. Right. So this was like, this is basically the Unabomber sketch of, <laughs> of, of cryptozoology. It looks nothing like that, but I can draw this, so I can draw I've this been, non-Euclidean I've been, figure. I've been doodling this in the margins of my notebook since high school. Yeah. I can do this. That would actually, oh, that be, would that would actually the, be a super scary movie. That would explain yeah. the really angular S on it. <laughs> that would explain that, why it looks like a dick in balls. <laughs> Gentlemen, I've, I've, I've got it. Okay, so I blew this thing up by like a good 100%. Okay. And I don't know if you can <laughs> see like the hands. two the two little appendage-y nipple-looking things yeah, on its uh, abdomen like, there. Oh, the, I believe those are udders. The hemorrhoid? Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, are those udders or are they like other short arms? He's got skin tags, Ryan. Gosh, stop body shaming <laughs> he should. He should just get some Preparation H and those will come right off. Yeah, Preparation H Raymond's on his way. We'll send him over. <laughs> and then the other thing, the other thing is like the themes. Like I, I, I really, I love this cryptid. I, this is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> but why every time we bring up a cryptid, does it start with Redneck Bob saw a cryptid <laughs> and shot it? <laughs> Every uh, single time. Well, that's what I want to know. It's like, so supposedly this thing is either an alien or something. I'll get into those theories in a bit. But like, <laughs> why is it that these supposedly higher intelligence beings are always being chased through the bushes of some redneck town by gun-toting idiots, <laughs> by the people that I wouldn't trust to hold the door for me? Are <laughs> Fighting off the alien invasion for, on my behalf. Have you uh, not seen Independence Day? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I every, have. Yeah. Every Randy Quaid right. means a monster story. Right. I'll be, I'll be honest though, guys. If this, it, it, the reason these things don't get noticed in bigger cities is because if this guy came up to my hood, I'd just be like, dude, I don't want any mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to go. There's like a community of these guys in I'm, like downtown Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this guy tried to sell me some subscriptions I, on the L in Chicago. Tom, really interesting <laughs> view. Hasidic Jews don't look anything like this. I, I should I should add that. So it, oh come on, there's no Hasidic Jews in the gentrified parts of Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I should add that. So Illinois is uh, is probably about like 600 miles long, north to south, and so yeah, it is. Where, <laughs> where where I the part I come from has about as little in common with this as it does with maybe a, a Utah or something with Enfield as it does maybe with Utah. So I say that to explain why I'm just have no respect for the people of Southern Illinois yeah, and I'm willing to rip on them constantly. The only monsters from your neck of the woods are serial killers and yeah. mafia. Oh, yeah. A lot of mafia, yeah. Uh, so in, in true Southern Illinois form, Henry McDaniel runs to the newspapers to tell them what he saw, and the nearest newspaper is about 40 miles away in a town called Mount Vernon, which the locals, by the way, call MTV. So does Enfield Monster go back to growing tobacco in Mount Vernon? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, so the, the locals call it MTV, and the locals call Southern Illinois so ill. Hey, you remember when... <laughs> remember, so if, remember when Mount Vernon played music videos? Yeah. <laughs> so if someone ever texts you that they're spending the weekend in MTV so ill, they're not going to the beach house. They're actually in, <laughs> they're actually in hell. So, just, cool. so have respect for you them. Know. 
Well, so what's what's the what's the Yo MTV raps like? Um, it's country music, bluegrass. <laughs> Is this where Kurt Loder lives now? <laughs> Yo MTV bluegrass. <laughs> hey, did you, did you guys know Mount Vernon is known as the King City? And is the county seat of Jefferson County, Illinois. I did. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. I can also tell you. I can also tell you that there is a city about like twenty miles north of there called the Queen City, and I can't remember for the life of me what it's called. But in between there, there's a city that is spelt D I X, and the local joke is, "What's between the King City and the Queen City, dicks?" <laughs> And that's about oh, as funny as people oral. from Southern right. Illinois no, no, are. No, so. play, play the air horn. Play the air <laughs> horn. That one needs an air horn. Four minutes later, I found the air horn and. Hey! <laughs> it's getting lit. <laughs> okay, so McDaniel tells the newspaper that he called the police. The police came out and they did an investigation. All of the attributes in the newspaper are to Mr. McDaniel and not to the police, not to the state police who supposedly investigated this. All of the information in this one article seems to be coming directly from him. And he says that he found some tracks outside of his house, but they looked like dog's feet, but they weren't dog's feet because they had six toes instead of five toes. He had Hemingway's dogs? Wow. He did. <laughs> yes. Paradactyl. Polydactyl dogs. Yeah. <laughs> running around uh, Enfield. So he says, quote, that this is just a quote that I love that it was word for word in the newspaper. McDaniel said he was sure it wasn't a dog and was positive that it wasn't a kangaroo because he had a pet kangaroo in Australia when he was in the army. Uh, because, you know, I, I, when I need to identify an animal that I see in the Midwest, I <laughs> immediately need to rule out kangaroo well, within the first two creatures that we, I... We did a phantom kangaroo episode. Yeah, oh so yeah. It's, That's uh, true. So it, it, it's a continual sighting. It's now, that old medical phrase, like, when you hear jumping, think kangaroos. Yeah. Hoofs, hoofs, yeah, you look for kangaroos, right. Yeah. It's not a dog, it's not a kangaroo. Must be a an eldritch horror. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm having... Must be a, a creature from, like, one of the later <laughs> monster manuals. Must be Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having some fun with Mr. McDaniel. In the, uh, but I want you to know that he's not crazy. There are more sightings of this thing. So after McDaniel's initial report, his 10-year-old neighbor, Greg Garrett, stated that he was also attacked by the monster about a half hour earlier. He was playing out in his yard, which would have meant he was playing out at 9 o'clock, which it's questionable parenting, but well, it is, what, what it time is, of year is this? Southern Illinois. It was April. 73. That, April? I don't think that's questionable at all. No, no. And then um, the monster attacked him by stepping on his foot with one of his clawed dicks and tearing up his tennis shoe. So this is what happened. That's the extent of this child's interaction with the monster. And I can only assume it scarred him for life. But so the monster, the monster is more like a like a schoolhouse bully than like trying to eat people. Yeah, like he just, try, he just tried to a, just tried to steal his Jordans. That's all. Yeah, he's gonna try to steal your shoes, put a kick me sign on your back, and <laughs> yeah, call it good. He, if you yeah, he's not sleep, so much put your finger in warm water. <laughs> he's not so much the Enfield monster as the Enfield prankster. Yeah, the, he's, the Enfield, <laughs> he's the Enfield douchebag <laughs> who really is just jealous of you, and he'll grow out of it. He's really right. good. He at really just wants to be yeah. your friend. He's got yeah. a heart of gold. He just doesn't know how to show it. Yeah, he's so, the guy that if you get drunk at the party awkward. first, you're gonna wake up, and the Enfield monster is gonna have. All the sharpie all over. You're gonna have glasses. You're gonna have a dick on your face. Probably six dick on six dicks, dicks on your face. Yeah. Just represent with claws. With claws. Yeah, but with but claws. then like if the chick passes out and some dude tries to date rape her, he beats the hell out of the dude. Oh yeah, you know? he'll at least cut up the kid dude's tennis shoe yeah. with his yeah. clawed dick. Right. Yeah. 
So then two Give weeks later, two weeks later, the uh, Henry McDaniel again calls a local radio station across the state line into Indiana and tells them that he sees the creature again. This time, it's not on his property or anything. It is literally hopping down some railroad tracks near his house like through the woods, do. like you do. Um, and so this piqued the curiosity of Singing the... Singing the camp town lady? <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> I just imagine Peter Cottontail. That is, those are the only songs you can sing while ambling down the railroad <laughs> yeah. tracks. I hope he Get had a bindle also. And I don't care. <laughs> oh, Suzanne. No, he had like four bindles <laughs> held in all of his thick arms. No, those are balls. Oh, okay. She'll be coming down the mountain when she he's comes. Got, he's got bindles full of kids' tennis shoes. <laughs> So, I actually like the yeah. mythology that we're coming up with <laughs> yeah, this creature uh-huh. at this point. Riding the rails, stealing kids' shoes. He was just trying to catch a, just just trying to catch a ride victims. to another town, man. <laughs> Gotta get and make a new start. He's like walking backwards like David Bruce Banner at the end of the Incredible <laughs> Hall. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so his... Henry, instead of just calling this guy an idiot and hanging up on him, the radio show host is now curious and the radio news director is named awesomely named Rick Rainbow and he brought a hunting party out to find this thing and to kill it presumably you know it was the 70s because there was a guy named Rick Rainbow at a hunting party <laughs> yep and so Rick Rainbow of course sees the monster but this time it's described completely differently it is about five feet tall five and a half feet tall and it's described as having fur well it was slouching before <laughs> So this weird little monster story, a story of a monster loose in southern Illinois, also gets picked up in newspapers across the state and across the country. And as, of course, reports start skyrocketing and gun-toting monster hunters are actually arrested by the local sheriff because they were putting the public at risk. Um, I don't know what you have to do to make a rural sheriff tell you to cool it with the guns. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it's some bad shit. So... The sheriff actually then threatens Henry McDaniel and says, if you keep reporting seeing this thing, I'm going to come and arrest you, and I'm not sure what you could possibly be arrested for, aside from inciting, like, more tourism, and (laughs) you should get a medal from the Chamber of Commerce instead of Mm -hmm. getting thrown in jail, but... Well, he was just protecting his kid. (laughs) He just wants his kids back. (laughs) And so they actually publish an honest-to-God full-page story about this in a newspaper in Reading, Pennsylvania, four wow. months later. Three states away. Three states away. And it features, I love this part, because it features a picture of McDaniel standing in front of his front door. As you recall, this started with the monster trying to shred through his front door. Except with a that... a really sweet guitar solo. He's going to play Is the air conditioner launched in his front door? No, no, no. So he, that part may have never happened. Oh, okay. The part that really happened is when he was trying to get in through the front oh, door. right. That's the part we all know. Like that, that we, we know that part happened. Unquestionable. Right. So... The unimpeachable. But, and, and the evidence that I'm going to get you does not impeach that or discredit that Less at all. Less impeachable so, than Donald Trump. Correct. <laughs> so he is standing in front of his screen door and... Above eye level on Henry McDaniel is where all these scratches are. Okay. So a four and a half foot monster <laughs> with T Rex arms either was able to reach up about maybe five and a half to six feet tall and yeah. scratch holes in this door, or Mr. McDaniel is tiny and made himself an adorable miniature front door. Or or he was practicing his vertical jump for his B ball game next week <laughs> and he's just that way he was scratching as high as he could reach. 
He's just working on his vertical. <laughs> just, well, apparently he's got a good one because he yeah. jumped he jumped fifty feet in three leaps. Yeah, and then was practicing hopping down those railroad tracks yeah. too. Maybe the, maybe oh, he's, he's just the doing. Lost, he's the lost monster. And That's then he, what he is. And there then, we go. Oh, he and then he tried uh, to steal Scottie that. Pippen's skills and uh, he no, he stole like Ron Artest skills <laughs> or something. But, so and that's why he stole that kid's shoes because uh-huh. he's he's just uh-huh. trying to, he's just trying to get game guys. This, there is, this a, is a well, very dedicated well, monster. He wishes he was a little bit taller. There's there's a we're working on a a great script for a nineties. There's nothing in the rules that says a monster can't play basketball. Down on his luck, (laughs) underdog monster just wants to play basketball with the rest of the kids, but nobody likes him because he's ugly and has six dicks. And everyone looks Ryan at him Henson funny in the locker room. I will, I will put $50,000 down on that script, on that spec script right now. <laughs> Get me 80 pages by Wednesday. So I could keep shredding on this guy's story for a long time because subsequent versions of the monster just continue to vary. Later on, McDaniel says that he didn't actually have the monster encounter him on his doorstep, but actually it was hiding in some bushes a little bit away from the house. Um, oh, and the the kid who said he got his tennis shoes shredded by the monster uh, just admitted he was just fucking with Henry McDaniel. He <laughs> completely ma- he completely made it up. Oh, uh, that's a ripoff. I, I was... I, I'm sorry to ruin the story, but he just was that completely fucking legit. with this kid. Uh, apparently, Henry McDaniel had a bit of a reputation for telling tall tales, and his neighbors weren't especially fond of him. I guess so. This kid wanted to just mess with him and tell him that, oh yeah, sure, I saw your monster dick. He stepped on my shoe. <laughs> And Henry McDaniel just ran with it. Just decides to take that and run with it. Um, but That's I, right. He saw my dick monster. <laughs> but I think uh, there is a truly interesting animal in this that deserves some deeper study, and that would be the human psyche. <laughs> because <laughs> it turns out the real Enfield monster was inside us all along. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, the... Enfield monster has since become a great case study in the idea of social contagion. And especially in, like, smaller, more insular communities where word of an outside threat, it yeah, spreads. It definitely sounds like a West Virginia story. It spreads like wildfire. <laughs> Except they didn't build a statue to it. Do they have a museum? No, I don't believe they did. Because yeah. the, sher- the sheriff said he was going to arrest you if you came down to look for it. So. <laughs> is that sheriff still there? Yeah, There's a good chance he probably is. It's <laughs> the good old boys network? Yeah, well, actually, one of the articles, I forgot to include this in my script, but one of the articles about Henry McDaniel described him as, quote, good old boy Henry McDaniel. <laughs> um, Just them good old boys. <laughs> he didn't mean any harm. Seeing the Enfield monster. <laughs> so, and especially, like, when the way that this story was worded, it um, set up the readers to believe that this thing is going to come back for more it said that the guy shot it and he worried that it may come back for revenge so of course people are going to be afraid and they're going to start seeing it everywhere and the most thorough review of the case in 1978 from some researchers at western illinois university actually found that only three of several of the hundred or so reports of this thing were actually only three were actual first-hand sightings and those had been exaggerated in some way from their original reporting so clearly it was just a kangaroo right I think that's the most logical explanation. Yeah. I, people actually do try to sell this online as like, oh, it was it was an escaped kangaroo or it was an exca- escaped gorilla. Like you guys have with never, six dicks. You guys, you guys have <laughs> never been to Southern Illinois, have you? There is no such thing as an exotic pet. An exotic pet in Southern Illinois is a possum. <laughs> <laughs> I call the big one bite. <laughs> 
I like how we have our sequel to our '90s movie all set up. The creature's <laughs> going to come back for revenge. So we, you know, we've got the kids. You know, the kids movie where it's just a down on his luck monster. Yeah. But when the kids are like 18 and they're ready for like some slasher gory stuff, yeah. they're be like the, the return of the Enfield That's monster. That's like the gritty yeah. reboot of the yeah. Enfield monster. It's like the story. it's like yeah. the reverse of Gremlins, where you've got the right. the goofy one and then the horror mm-hmm. one. So the cryptozoology community, of course, has provided some amazingly hot takes on this story, and the people who have uh, reported this have latched on to some supposed cattle mutilations in Mount in nearby Mount Vernon, MTV, mm. back remember, in 1940. Remember when MTV played cattle mutilations? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know if that's real or not because I, when I was looking this up, I looked up the Mount Vernon monster, and the only Mount Vernon monster I could find was in Mount Vernon, Virginia. So George Washington, <laughs> it was, yes, because of his slaves. Oh, okay. I was being, I was joking, but no, no, no. There's, there's, there's like a Bigfoot in Mount Vernon called the Mount Vernon monster in Virginia. So I'm not sure if people may just be confusing that Mount Vernon with the Mount Vernon, Illinois Mm -hmm. and conflating the two together or what, but for what it's worth, um, I can't find anything connecting those two. There's also some theories about this thing sort of being like a Stephen King it sort of situation <laughs> where it comes uh. back every 30 to 40 years. <laughs> now, if that were the case, it should have come back like 10 years ago, I guess. Well, yeah. maybe it did. And its name is Bruce Rauner. Look it up. people. humor. Look it up people. Um, so it comes, maybe it comes back every 30, 40 years to terrify the people of small town, Illinois, which is the most asinine use of a higher power of a higher <laughs> being that I could ever imagine. Um, well, no, because ghosts and paranormal activity use their ghost powers to move a coffee mug two inches <laughs> when the camera's not looking. Have you ever have you ever realized it may be very hard for them, and we should just cut them some slack? Like that's that's the most they can do. They are maybe that's that probably is the most overachieving ghosts that there are because there's probably a lot of other ghosts that don't even go that far. Uh, slacker ghosts is what you're saying. <laughs> right. All those yeah. ghosts of slackers. There like are some ghosts, very lazy ghosts, ghosts who aren't even supposed to be here. Look, <laughs> I know how lazy people are. I can only imagine <laughs> after you're dead. I can't imagine you want to have a special motor. You find some new motivation or something. I don't want to throw books across the hallway now. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. wanting to do that later on. <laughs> like, well, I'm dead and I got nothing better to do. I'm going to stack you know, these it, books. It must suck like having to be forced to watch whatever's on TV that the people are watching. <laughs> I get stuck with people that just want to watch nothing but C-SPAN all day. <laughs> um, hey, so- check the camera on C-SPAN. Camera one? Yes, camera it's one? On. It's, it's on. Yeah, it's it's on. still on. They're camera still one? talking. The congressional floor is still empty. Still empty. <laughs> 25 minutes later, John McCain comes and points his thumb down, and that's the end of it. That um, was the crescendo of C-SPAN That's right like, there. they got the, probably their highest ratings ever at that. <laughs> that was the season finale. <laughs> it was very dramatic. The season finale of C-SPAN. And then nobody watches it again for six more months. It's yeah. perfect. It really was the season finale. May have been, it may have been the series C-SPAN finale. C-SPAN sweeps weeks. <laughs> Too bad they don't sell commercials. <laughs> um, Henry McDaniel, for what it's worth, uh, they later... They sell senators. Oh! What? What? Wait. 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 Yeah! yeah. I love the delayed air. Delayed reaction, man. It's way better than an on, on-time air horn. Oh, you know what I should do? I should just hit the space bar when I do that next time. Now I figured out how to do it much faster right before I turn over hosting duties. Um, for what it's worth, Henry McDaniel later would say that he was certain that the Enfield monster was not a monster at all, but was an alien. 
Oh, that's, well, of course. Yeah, different. That makes more sense. They're, and like they're not cages; they're chain link fans. <laughs> <laughs> cages need a ceiling. These don't have ceilings. Ergo, they're really yeah. comfy cages where they have foil blankets. Yeah, as you see, like Nazis were trying to uh, get rid of people who were already in their country. Yeah. So it's different. It's to- yeah. This is topical humor, people. This is going to be real great when you listen to this, like, nine months from now, when, when we're all in a cage. God yeah. only knows what that's going to be like. <laughs> Thankfully, we still have iTunes. Right. They're going to force us, to, we, right, they're going to force us to listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. on the- we, unfortunately, we'll only have iTunes. <laughs> no Stitcher. Take that, liberals. No Stitcher Premium. It really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> So Here's your pitchfork and your indie music. You have fun. So that's what I have on the Enfield monster. I think it sounds credible. Yeah. I, I believe mean, it. I mean, I, I, do, I did I sound skeptical? I really didn't mean to present Myth this. confirmed. Like, right. I didn't really mean to present this like I was being cynical. Like I was just telling you a great Southern Illinois. I was just spinning you a yarn from yeah. good old Southern Illinois. So How did, good old so ill. So ill. Did, did it you, is, uh, in fact, so ill. It is so ill. Uh, but it's It'd ill be because Illinois. they're all addicted to pills. I <laughs> oh, so pill. <laughs> Do you have a real animal prepped for us? Uh, my real animal was people. Was oh, that right, right, right. We should, we should study the human mind more because clearly there is there is something to this that these small insular communities <laughs> detect a threat from the outside. And yes, that was a cop-out because I couldn't find anything that looked like this. <laughs> the greatest monster is man. <laughs> That's the twist. Oh, so we just watched Bambi? <laughs> Thank you for joining us today at NPR. I'm Ira Glass. Stay with us. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. I wanted to do this whole thing like uh, Aaron Mankey from uh, Lore. Lore. Oh, we still got more. Yeah. So We're not you, are you going to do like Aaron Mankey where your voice is really hard to listen to and, and you're not nearly skeptical enough about the shit you talk about? That sounds about right with what <laughs> I'm going to talk about here <laughs> today. We needed some atmospheric music, though, for that. would have made it way cooler. Mm-hmm. All we have is an air horn. <laughs> Yep, but, but we have an air horn. Oh boy, there's the air horn. All right, so uh, I like how we called out a much, much more popular podcaster. That's yeah, who has a TV deal? Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> Two of them and Ira Glass. Yep, several books. Yep, we love you. Please give us some fame. Yeah, help us. Even even though you 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 said that uh, uh, hospitals actually do get more admissions on full moons and it's been widely debunked. Even though you said that, and I had to stop listening to your show after that episode. Well, Ira, if you're listening, I'm available to join <laughs> the the team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this American Life pays especially well, but I I got nothing but time, <laughs> and I'm willing to settle for less. Yeah, you, you don't want any of those fat cereal dollars, necessarily. No, no. no. Uh, maybe some of that slightly less fat S-Town money. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I can get down on that. <clears throat> All right, so I guess that brings us to the end. Ryan, do you have any final thoughts? Well, I'd like to thank Tarantula Dicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, shout out to our boy Tarantula Dick. Yeah, yeah, don't don't yeah. forget your boy Tarantula Dick. And uh, I guess that's it, everybody, wait, for this wait, week. Wait, wait, what? I don't understand. What? When are we supposed to talk about our favorite murders? <laughs> oh <laughs> in harmony alright uh, we will uh, see you all next week
everybody. As always, thank you for listening to The Hidden Zoo. If you like us, please give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or uh, uh, um, your brother's iPhone or wherever you heard us. And tell people that uh, we're kind of funny and maybe they should listen to our show and then maybe we'll get sponsors other than our boy Tarantula Dick. Um, so, yeah, thanks. special thanks to uh, Tom and John for coming by this week. And they will be with us next week as well because we're going to record that episode right the fuck now. See you later. Thank you.